Welcome in, 406th and goal. We're going to go for it. We're going to go for it right now. <laughs> Run it up the gut. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. We apologize for being away for quite some time now. And that's on us. Thanksgiving, holidays, sicknesses. Sicknesses, it was a busy, busy couple of weeks. Coaching basketball. All that good stuff, but we're back. And we're better than ever. With our minds set on not making the playoffs, we have devoted our time and our devotions to other things that are better for us in the long run. Like what, Nick? What's just, like the, um, just like, you know, caring about your team. Mm. Like, just rooting for the Vikings, in my case. Just mm. hoping, I want to see them win the Super Bowl. Because I'm not going to win the Super Bowl of our league. That's for sure. Mm. I'm out of it. Yeah, it's all right, man. I'm I'm almost there. I lost the Mega Bowl for any other fantasy football league listeners. Are you out? Uh, pretty much. I was oh. so close. I was there at number four. You had to be the top three of your league to advance to the playoffs. I was at number four, and I lost this last week, which dropped me down to six. Oof. And the top three all won their games, so now they're ahead and they're gonna be set and I had a good team. A really good team. Going into this draft I thought, no way can you have Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill, Deontay Johnson, Dallas Goddard, T J Hawkinson, and the Patriots D. How did that team lose? Well, I did not have a running back. My running backs were uh Devin Singletary and was it Damian Harris? Naeem Hines, Damian <laughs> Harris, injured all year, and Kenneth Gainwell. Those have been my running Oof. backs. Can't win like that. Hey, sometimes it's a zero RB strategy but, works. And this is half PPR, too. I should have thought about that. Ooh. I was wondering why I kept getting all these really good wide receivers, but that's a note to take. Half PPR, get those running backs. Yeah. Even if you got three star-studded wide receivers and Patrick Mahomes, you don't win. You don't win, man. That's life. Anyways. Uh, for most leagues, it's two weeks until the fantasy football playoffs begin. Really? Just two weeks left. Yep. I didn't know it was most. Oh, that's it. I guess that makes sense. And um, I mean, for most leagues, they just use the standard settings for whatever league they're in. And in the most cases, in the 17-week NFL season, two weeks, and then it begins. A scary two weeks for me. Scary two weeks. I'm on the outside looking in. I'm on the bubble right now. We're on the bubble. I'm on the bubble. Hey, guess who else is on the bubble? The Patriots. The Patriots. Yeah, thanks for rubbing it in. <laughs> By the way, that loss last week Oof. stung so bad. That was tough, huh? They, New England looked on but they looked so good. Like, they at do. least the offense. They're I've never bad. seen the offense look, like, that good. Yeah, they're not and bad. And we lost. Mac threw for 380. Seriously. And two touchdowns. Who's the guy? Lost. Kendrick Bourne. Kendrick Bourne doesn't touch the ball hardly. Really? Who's no. the main guy for the Pats right now? Um, I think Hunter Henry had a really big game. Ramondre did. Had a monster game. But how does Mac Jones throw for three, what? 380. And to who? Well, I think Ramondre had like 80 receiving yards. Is Devontae Parker playing? Devontae Parker's playing. He's mossing some guys. Okay. Um, Hunter Henry had like Jacoby? 70. Jacoby Myers had like 60. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it adds up. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. I but Ramondre, I think, had like 70 receiving yards or something. Yeah. Like he... I mean, I have him in one of our leagues, and he'll get thirty rushing yards, and then he'll get eleven catches for seventy yards or something. Was he? Uh, was he? He was drafted, right? In our in fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Or he wasn't a wave wire ad. No. No, Sienna drafted him. Okay, but pretty league. late. Yeah. Do you know what round? Um, no, but I can look. Would you, uh, that's right. Would you say eight or lower? I'd say probably right around there. Wow. And what is he ranked? He's like a top six, maybe. Is he in the top five? That's crazy. I mean, Ramondre is unbelievable. That's such value. He is number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's he's, nuts. He's the number eight ranked running back in fantasy for PPR. And I'm sure he might be higher in uh, half PPR because he has quite a bit of touchdowns and good ground yards. But that's crazy. Good value. Alrighty, let's move into our kind of first little segment here. And uh, going into the playoffs, waivers can be crucial. 
some of these guys that you could get now will not be there later. And uh, they could really solidify a flex spot or a tight end that you maybe need. And maybe even a QB if you've been riding the QB wave all year. So uh, let's start us off with your first uh, waiver wire pickup. That should be a must and is available in majority of leagues. I think this will probably be everybody's top pick. Um, but I just said Zonovan uh, Knight as yep. as number one. Uh, running back's kind of a... And why is he? Why is he? Why is, why is he that uh, number one pick for waivers? Well... What happened? Michael Carter got hurt. Yep. And then it seems like... Uh, what's the coach's name? Salas? Salah. 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 No. <laughs> Sorry, that's so messed oh, We can't be talking about that. No, we just beat them in the World Cup. Moving on to the knockout round, soccer talk. Save for another pod. We'll just we'll just cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> Probably will. <laughs> Let's rewind here. What was his name? Greg Salas. Yeah, it's Greg Salas. <laughs> Salas. Yeah. Um, and it seems like he doesn't really like uh, James Robinson either. I think oh, he was a healthy get hurt too. No, I thought he was a healthy scratch. Oh, that's For right. some reason, he, he just didn't been. play. Hmm. And it looked like he got the majority of the carries and looked pretty spry. Yeah. Um, and then, um, oh, what's – who's that other backup that's always been – Ty Johnson. Ty, Ty Johnson. Like, he had a good game, but that was yeah. all in, like, the second half. He's a receiving guy, too. He's the third down back. So, yeah, I, I put Donovan Knight on my list, too. What a name, too, by the way. Donovan. So, he's just one of those guys, like, if you just have, like – You could be gay, actually. Kind of a sus name. Oof. Zonovan. Instead of Donovan. <laughs> Zonovan. I think it's... <laughs> but he's a beast, though. He runs hard. He had over 100 yards, didn't he, this last game? Uh, I'm pretty sure he had 100. Oh, maybe, like, I think all he purpose did. yards. Oh, maybe all-purpose, yeah. That's a good point. But, yeah, like, he could be he could be something. We don't know. So, it's like, if you got a kind of a bum on your team, there's no reason to not drop him and try no. this guy out. Yeah, he's, he's interesting, and... Yeah, a lot of teams are desperate for running backs. In two running back leagues, three running back leagues, you're going to need a running back to secure that playoff win day in or week in and week out. And Zonovan could be that guy. We'll see. That Jets O-line is really what matters. It's not even the running back. You could put anybody that runs hard back there, and that O-line will do the job. And they're a running football team. But another guy from the Jets that I think you should add right now is Mike White. Oh. He's everything you could want in a quarterback. Oh, my God. Accuracy, speed, size, arm strength, IQ, good looks, good foot movement. I mean, you can read a defense. He got it all. And he has the weapons around him, too. I mean, yeah. I literally watched the, um, the – not the whole game back, but the game highlights. And, and Mike White looks literally ten times better than Zach Wilson. He just looks like a better quarterback. And he's young, too. So, I, I think – you just saw he put up 25 points or 26 points. He was the number one QB? Mm. I think he was. Wait, this week? Yeah. No, he wasn't. He wasn't? No, I think Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts both had a better game. Jalen Hurts had a 29-point game. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. He had 26, I think. He was, he was definitely like QB1 ratings. Yeah. I mean, Mike was awesome. And for points. Same for all those receivers around them. Huge boost for fantasy. And it was good to see Elijah Moore actually. Elijah Moore, two catches. One of them was a touchdown. But still, they put him in the game. Mike threw to him. He threw to like 10 different guys. Yeah. Mike's that guy. I mean, he's a guy to have. If you're riding that streamer wave, get Mike White. No, okay, I will say this. I think it's the stats might be a little. (laughs) Stats might be a little deceiving because they did play the Bears. Their secondary yeah, is not that great. Their secondary, but I also, with that being said, I don't know if I don't know if uh, Zach Wilson would have had close to that same game. No, um, no, I don't think so. Mike just is better. He just makes decisions quicker. It's simple as that. Like Garrett's so fast that Garrett's like boom, boom. Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver rookie, just hits some guy with a move and he's open, and Mike just yeah. Zach like takes his time and like eh, and then he tries to be just stupid. Tries to improvise. Yeah, as Colin Coward says, hero ball. Yeah. Plays too much hero ball. Jeez. All right. No, but I think, yeah, I, I think I agree. I think that's a good waiver pickup. Mm-hmm. Especially, Especially desperate. Well, and it's it's one of those, like, what's the worst case scenario? Like, he just turns out to be like every other waiver quarterback yeah. that puts up maybe 15 points a game. 
Yeah, oh, beware. Last year I did do this. Mike White had that crazy game. It was like 35 points, just 500 yards on the Bengals. Yeah. In overtime, beat them. And I was, I said, yes, sign me up. I got Mike White, and he did great. First drive throws a touchdown to Elijah Moore. And then the second drive breaks his finger out for the rest of the game. Yeah. But we don't know. We don't know. That was the last we've seen of Mike White. Throws for 500, breaks his finger. We don't see him again. He comes could be, back. He could be the franchise quarterback. He we don't be. know. He just comes back and throws, what, three, like, 300-something, three touchdowns. And Do you ever listen to Richard Sherman's podcast? Yeah, I do. Did you ever talk about all this? Yes, yeah. It's just like I think – I'm not saying, like, he's, he's the guy, but I do think NFL teams put too much into draft stock. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to give Zach Wilson way too many chances just because yeah. they took him second overall. Mike White is a fifth-round pick, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And there's been a lot of quarterbacks that are fifth round picks. So if you can ball, you can ball. Like look look at Heineke. Like Heineke's Rogers, he's... Brady, all those guys. Well, Rogers was the end of the first. Huh? Roger Rogers was the end of the first. Yeah, that's right. That's Alex true. Smith is taking for him. But he just sat behind oh, I guess he sat behind Brett. Yeah. Totally different story. Yeah. Never mind. Alright, who's another waiver guy for you? Um so this one's kinda of tough. I know he's not in a ton of leagues. I actually don't know how many like what percentage of leagues he's rostered in, but um, I got Zay Jones. Yeah, he's definitely going to be picked up after last game. Hundred percent, if he's not already. Yeah, but because um, he's kind of been that you keep him. He's like the last guy on your bench. You don't really put him in unless you have to. And it's but just, now he's a. You've got to consider him as a flex. And it's just tough because he's like he's been around the league enough. Like you know, it's like it's just he's just not a flashy play. He's the guy that does the crazy. Uh, thing after he catches the ball and goes down, like the Michael Jackson. Oh, is that race? That's him. I'm pretty sure he's he's athletic. But I mean, he's kind of taking Christian Kirk's spot the second half of the season. Like Christian Kirk's numbers have dipped quite a bit, and Zay Jones has gone up. And and I think Trevor's starting to kind of figure things out now. Trevor's feeling it. And then yep, with Etn kind of just just being a star, um, yep. that opens up the passing game a lot. Yep. Um, I don't think he's really his injury is that serious. He didn't sound like they were that serious, but they're just kind of playing it safe. No. But um, I think I think Zay Jones could be a really good pick mm-hmm. for if if for whatever reason he's still on the waiver like wa- waiver wire, you need to go out and get him. Yeah, and my my last or yeah the last waiver wire kind of add that is probably out there is Quez Watkins, mm-hmm. wide receiver for the Eagles. He is the wide receiver three behind A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. But Quez is that guy that is the burner. Like, he is unbelievably fast, and that's a good offense. And they – he uh, – Jalen – or not Jalen. Yeah, Jalen Hurts takes that shot every game. Every game, Quez gets a shot deep. And it usually converts. Sometimes it doesn't, but for the most part, it does. So I think Quez is a tasty pickup to put in a flex because – that's a good offense. He's like Philadelphia's Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, or Deshaun Jackson, kind of. <laughs> but better. Yeah, but better. But actually, I just saw in one of the NFL's uh, videos that they showed the top five fastest speeds of last week. Mm-hmm. And guess who's number one? Tom Brady. Deshaun Jackson. Huh. Number one. Wow. Currently. He still got it. 35-year-old Deshaun Jackson went 22 miles an hour. Damn. On that bomb we watched. That's that right. one we watched. 22 miles an hour. That's impressive for a 35-year-old. And he barely plays. Like, I bet he didn't go back in after that. I bet his hammy was done. Uh, done for the day. But anyways, Quiza, I think, is a nice pickup. That could be a sneaky one because you know Philly's going to continue to play hot. The only worry is that he'll, they'll probably, I mean, yeah, they might bench him the last game of the season because they'll have such a good record. Oof. Uh, the for Eagles. Oquez, I hope they don't bench anyone. Oh gosh. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. Let's talk about that real quick. Oh. This is an issue. It's something that you really got to consider, kind of in the beginning of the year when you're building your draft. But it never comes into play until like championship game. If you're that lucky enough to get there, is that if you have a good team, and on like a with a crazy good record, they'll bench those players for week 17, and that's the championship game. And you, so you have Jalen Hurts, and they bench him for Week 17. Guess I'm picking up Minshew, and he's going to light it up. I mean, that's a good point. You could always go back backup, but still, it's the championship. Money's on the line, and your guy gets benched, like your star player. 
like the Vikings do well in week 17 for sure. I bet Sean uh, McDonald, right? Yeah, McDonald for the head coach for the Vikings. I think that's his name. Anyways, like he's a McVay guy. Yeah, O'Connell. He's a McVay guy, and they bench their guys like the last game of the season if they're doing good. So if you have Justin Jefferson in the championship game, if you're Ben Harvey and O'Connell benches him, oh, what do you do and you got to go to your bench? That's so tough. So that's something you got to think of. What do you think uh, about that? I don't know if it's that much of a worry because the people, more often than not, those people are going to be in the championship games like they're gonna have a handful of like stars from like star-studded teams, right? Mm-hmm. I think everyone's gonna have their stars. I, I don't know. I just think everyone just gotta is, has a chance of any of their players being benched. Because it's really nice. Because sometimes you get that guy that is on a team that's fighting for that playoff spot, week seventeen, and so you have a monster game because they're on an average team that just might make the playoffs. But when who who last year got benched? I don't even. I can't even remember if anyone got benched last year. I think guys just like to play, and I think also I don't sometimes they. I think I had Kelsey benched. I don't know if he did. I mean, it's I it's you need to take it into consideration, yeah, it's but it's never you never go okay. I could either take Travis Kelsey right here, or I could take Mark Andrews because the Ravens are gonna, gonna play them. are gonna try yeah. and like you, you don't wouldn't do have that. both of them on the team anyways. Yeah, I mean it's tough, but that's kind of part of the game, I guess. Yeah, it's just another. It's just another. It's kind of. I guess it's kind of nice. It's like if you like want injuries. like a you want like a superstar player, that might be the price you have to pay down the road. You know, for getting that value. Mm-hmm. Anyways, speaking of value, let's get into our next topic, which is our each of our we did. Well, holy crap! I'll try to cut that out. Nick, remember this. Cut this out right here at this spot. Also, okay. cut out the uh, the racist Osama bin Laden. Uh, I like Bob joke. I like Bob. I just wait. Okay, sorry. We're recording. All right. Top five league winners. We so both. Huh? Yeah. We're gonna start with number five, and we're gonna work our way down to number one. We both made a list, Aiden and I, of uh, just guys that we think could really win your whole league for you. And we're going to start it off with number five. I will go first. And my fifth guy is Josh Jacobs, running back for the, I was going to say Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders. I also have a number six, I guess, honorable mention I'll throw in there. But Josh Jacobs at number five. Um, Number one, the big thing about him is draft value. You did not take him high. That's for sure. He was maybe, I would say most leagues of, Third round pick. Well, he was in that RB dead zone that everyone always talks mm-hmm. about, where you just where you don't draft end. quarterback or yep. was where you don't draft running backs. Yeah, he was there towards the end of like the higher upper tiers, and, and he, what a good value! I never saw it coming. Nope, nobody did. We laughed at Reed for taking. Oh him. yeah, that was yeah. I'm sure everyone laughed at whoever picked Josh Jacobs, thinking like. I mean, I watched that uh, Hall of Fame game, and he played in it. They never yeah. play starters. No. Which is, but what I mean, last week. Oh my God. Was 229? Yeah, two, two touchdowns. touchdowns. And the 80 yard to. Well, I think it's seven catches or something. The deal. That's two. Yeah, he had a lot of catches too. But, and then, the, I mean, that overtime run, just 80 yards, sealed the deal. See you later. 15 points. Beautiful. 14 points. Beautiful. Just a walk off. I mean, that's like that walk off, like Grand Slam right there. When you get a running play, just the. Bomb just woof, gone. I mean that's that's phenomenal. And Josh can he has the potential to do that every game. Mm-hmm. He has done that. I mean this year he is this year's Jonathan Taylor. I'm pretty sure he is number two. He is number two uh, behind Eckler. Yep, he is number two behind Eckler. Wow, nobody saw that coming. That's just fantasy football for you. Huh. You you can't predict that. And uh, real quick, my honorable mention is Rashad White, running back for the Bucks. I'd put him at number six in this top five, but he could be a league winner with the downgrade of Lenny. Maybe playoff Rashad White time. He's got way more of a catching capability than Lenny. His running game, he's faster out of the hole, and 
just right off the catch, and he's he's becoming an all-down back. And on that Bucks team that's, like, trying to get hot to stay in playoff contention, and Tom, this is probably his last year, is going to want it. So Rashad, oof, he could be something else. So what's your five? Um, okay, I think, I think I'll go with my five as, as Amon Ra. Hmm. Um, I have, I have a guy, I have Jalen Waddle is pretty close to him. Okay. Um, because I'm pretty sure. Did Jalen Waddle make the list? No, he'll be my honorable mention. Okay. I I think my honorable mentions are like Jalen Waddle. Even like, I think Deonta Foreman could be. And like Rashad, uh, not Rashad Penny, gosh, Ken Walker. Just like these guys drafted so late or like in the waivers that are like actually getting a lot of touches and like have talent. Uh Um, but I think Waddle and Amon Ra are super similar, except yeah. for Amon Ra's the guy. He's the one. He is the Tyreek. He's the only – he's – when they got rid of Hawkinson, like, his value just went up again. Like, this oh is maybe goodness. end of the season. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh – I remember t- everyone talking about, like, oh, he's not, he's not going to do the same. Like, people are going to want to guard him now, and it's just, like, he's still, like, untouchable. That was me. Like, I did not think Amon – I thought that was a one-hit wonder. Like, last season, cool. That was a fluke. I don't think he's that guy. <laughs> he is. He could, he's top five. He could be top five. He's such a good route runner. He's got such. He's so versatile, versatile, versatile. <laughs> um, and like where you draft him, I think he was probably around like the fourth or fifth round. I think I actually drafted Waddle before Amon Ra. He is all right. This is crazy. He's number eleven on the wide receiver. And he missed right, two or three games. No, he missed five. He missed five? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's missed five games. I'll double check, but, I mean, what else about this guy? Do you have to say? What else do I have to say? <laughs> oh, I didn't know. I would just zone him. Uh, he's the sun god. <laughs> well, what's his brother? Oh. Equinamius. Yeah. What does Equinamius mean? Uh, I don't know. He's not... I thought you done Greek and Hebrew. No, no, I don't know much about. I thought Aiden was a pastor. Oh. (laughs) All right. See, actually, he only missed. Well, okay. Technically, he missed two games, but he really missed four because he went out of two in the first quarter. Actually, speaking of uh, the same Browns, I wonder: Do you think his brother's value goes up? Yeah. Do you think he grows up with Darnell out? I do. Or do you think uh, Claypool's the Claypool will probably be the one? No, I think it's Economius. Really? Yep. How I cool would that be is. if they both like become stars? I know. I I think it. I don't think he will. I think this is a huge chance. Well, yeah, we saw him on the Packers. He's not good. He wasn't that good. That's why they got rid of him. And Packers don't really get rid of people that much. But I I think he still has talent, and I think with his brother's hype, I think that pumps him up as well. Like that Thanksgiving, they both were mic'd up. Yeah. Which was pretty sweet. But I think he's he's not bad. Dante Pettis is another guy I think could be could be slept on a little bit. He's a rookie. And keep he's not a rookie. Yeah, he is. No, he's not, dude. He's been in the league for a while. He played for the Niners. Who's the other rookie then on the Bears? He's not bad. There's another rookie on the Bears. I can't remember his name, but he's not bad. Oh man, he has long hair. Oh whatever. That's right. The big tall kid. Dynasty. That's a dynasty talk. That's another pod. Anyways, keep an eye on those Bears guys, but yeah, they're not. Don't don't. Pay a lot to pick him up. Don't drop your guys to try one. Yeah, no. Who's your Who's your number four? Who's My number winner? four is going to be Justin Jefferson, wide receiver for the Vikings. I know everybody's like, oh, Justin Jefferson. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, he's a. He is who we thought we, he was. That that and more, I'd say. I mean, when you take, well, you I guess you take Justin Jefferson. You think he's going to be one or two, but. I don't think – I think this year that he's going to be number one. Like, when this is said and done, he's one out of everybody. Cooper Cup's hurt. I think he's one. What's Tyreek? Tyreek's number three currently. He could get up there as well. But I, I just – Justin Jefferson is just on that level. He's having that year, that Calvin Johnson, like, career year kind of deal. He's – it's it's this time right now. So, I think if you have Justin Jefferson, you're looking at – these next two games heading into the playoff, you're going to get money out of him. I mean, so far his games have been absolutely bonkers. Yeah, he had a 25-35-29-6. The la- he had a 6 against Dallas. That was a rough one. That was a stinker. That was what? What was the score there? 
Forty something to three. Yeah. It was a bad one. <laughs> but I mean, besides that game alone, the last four weeks, you got twenty-five, a thirty-five, and a twenty-nine. Oh my goodness. He's already given you a thirty and a thirty-nine earlier in the year. And a thirty-one right there. And a thirty-one against New Orleans. I mean, come on now. Oh my gosh. That's just that's that's insane value, and I don't think it's stopping. His next Two games are against the New York Jets. That's going to be fun. Sauce. That's going to be a fun one. Oh, goodness. I mean, that's that's going to be a really good game. So far, let's say he's played uh, Tredavious White, 35 on him. Is he playing? Tredavious White? No, yeah. he was hurt. Uh, last week was just his first week back. Well, he played New England. Who's your guy's corner? McCourtney? No, Murray? our number one corner? Yeah. It might be... I don't even know who it is. I think we have uh, – is it – it's not Jack Jones. I think it's uh... – oh, I can't remember his He's name. He's not bad, though. They're all right, yeah. Anyways, New England, a good defense, 29. Washington on Kyle Fuller, like mainly put up 25. Chicago on Eddie Jackson. and But still, anyways, you get the point. Yeah. We know Green Bay that first week, remember? Jair was like complaining because he didn't get him. And he put 39 on him. That's insane. But anyways, Justin Jefferson's been number four. I think if that's a guy that you have on your team, you're confident that even if you get a dud from maybe one of your, your wide receiver two or three, that he could make up for it. He's that good. So I think he's a nice little insurance to have. Huh. What's your four? Mine is Justin Fields. <laughs> Dude, I took a way different route than you. I'm looking at your list. You have so many superstars. I do. Mine are not. I, well, I was going to go the route of kind of like the sixth round, seventh round, eighth round pick guys, maybe like fifth or fourth rounders. But then I kept thinking, like, these are the guys that can give you 40. Right. You know, these are the guys that give you that game, that, that Joe Mixon 55, where it's like, what can I do? Sure. But oh, I, just, yeah. I think some of my guys could. I think Justin, yeah. Justin Fields, he had a 39-point game. No, Justin Fields. That's when he stats, broke the yeah. rushing record and had like two rushing touchdowns or whatever. Yeah, he's a great – Number four for sure. And I, mean, I, I will admit, I've been on the, I've been on the Justin Fields hype train for a while. I remember, I remember wanting us to draft him, and we got Mac, which is, which Mac's doing fine, but he's not like the out of all the mobile quarterbacks, Mac's, nobody was drafting him. No, know? yeah, and um, he's a waiver guy. Like week three or whatever it was when they were playing the Commanders, like Nick and I were talking about him, and we're just like, the Commanders need to let him start running because that final drive, he looked so good. Week six. Is that week six? Yeah. That was still very early. And remember, remember No, how no, but guess what? Huh. After that week six game, week six, he put up 18. That final drive you're talking about, yep. phenomenal. Since then, 23, 26, 42, 39, 22. He, yeah, and I was like, after that game, I think they saw what he could do, and they're like, oh, wait, what? We could, we could hand the ball off to our six-foot-three, 230-pound quarterback yeah. who has 4-4 four, four speed. Like, we can do that. <laughs> He doesn't have to throw with 40 uh, times a game. Yeah. I mean, they the figured fact, it out. and the, now the fact that he can run it, like, they have, to, they, have to, they have to prepare for that. So I think but his throwing is that much, much, much more open. I mean, Fields is day-to-day right now. And he's, he's a waiver ad. Like, I don't know very many people who drafted him. Yeah. Unless you had really high hopes. I don't think, yeah, maybe like some Chicago homers. Right. But other than that, nobody really drafted him. But I think I think Fields will be on a handful of, maybe, I don't know. I think he could be, yeah, be on a handful of championship teams. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, it'll be interesting. He didn't play last week. He was hurt. Trevor Simeon played. <laughs> and and I think another thing is this was this has been a crazy year where we everyone always hears to draft quarterbacks later. Mm-hmm. But this is like the one year in recent memory that I like the top quarterbacks are leaps and bounds ahead of the like the the guys outside the top ten. Um, it's like once you kind of get out the top five, it's like I don't know who a guy can roll with. Actually, it's pretty close. Is it? It's not not far off. You you get to. After Tom, it's actually that's it. Like after Tom, I mean that's that's a good amount of people though. Well, look at the average points. It goes from like sixteen to like twenties. Yeah, yeah. And like the average that's... points definitely take a dip. Patrick Mahomes is number one, twenty-five. Josh Allen on par, twenty-five as well. Jalen Hurts on par, twenty-four. 
Then you take a slight dip to Joe Burrow, 22. Lamar, still in the top five. Or he's, yeah, he's, top, he's number five at 21. Justin Fields, number six at 20. Geno, number seven, 18. Kyler Murray, he gives you 20 points a game. Justin Herbert, 17. And Marcus Mariota, 15. So, I mean, it's... Anyways, it's so I was crazy. saying, just, Justin Fields, um, he, he's... I think he's he's solidified himself as like a baller, <laughs> oh, and I think sure. a lot of people are going to reach really high for him next year. Oh boy, I can't which wait was going to be exciting. I can't wait to watch the videos like of the you know like a month or two months out of draft, and it's going to be Justin Fields hype. Yeah, everyone. He's, he's, he's well, the next year's especially what they, how the draft goes. Like if they beef up that O line, make some good trades, like give him an O line. That is good. Give him some weapons on the outside. Darnell will be healthy. Claypool will be back and like in the system. Get any running back. It could be filthy. Yeah. Bijan. Give, give Khalil the start. Bijan's running. Sell the David Montgomery for something. Give him for an old lineman. And then put Khalil as the starter. He's filthy. Give him full workload. Or draft Gibbs from Alabama. I, yeah, no. Bijan Robinson. Yeah, draft Bijan. <laughs> oh, Oh, oh man. Okay, number three. Yeah, number three. Who do you got? I got Travis Kelsey tied in for the Chiefs, and again, but guess what? Those managers that you know took that leap and took a tight end first in the first round, it pays off. Oh my goodness! Because that tight end position is so. Difficult. If he was a receiver, he'd be top five. Yep, top five points. Top five receiver, easily. And guess what? That tight end position is crucial because there's only one guy, and that's Travis Kelsey. And hey, he's averaging twenty-one. Yeah, (laughs) I I heard Jason say it like that on the podcast. Kelsey. Yeah, they're like Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. But anyways, Travis Kelsey. 21.7 21.7 average. Oh, my God. Guess who's next? Number two tight end, Mark Andrews. 14 average. He's a touchdown and a yard less. Which is crazy because he's also, he's also been hurt. And he's been hurt. And he's still the tight end number two. That's that nuts. Is, that's pretty – I mean, that's just how take valuable – I know. That's just how valuable – I need to take him next year. I'll take him, I'll take him first round if I'm at draft spot number five. Uh-huh. Every year that it comes around where you're like, if you're maybe at the back, like let's say you get second place wherever, so you're that 11th spot, you, and uh, like that option's there to take Kelsey. But you're always like, ah, no. But also, here's here's the thing. If you think about it, like, why not? Like, yeah. why not take him? Well, I'm not going to say first because that would be crazy. No. But also, it's like, how often do people hit lottery, like, with waiver tight ends? No. Never. Yeah. It's such a frustrating venture. It's never. Like, like how often do people hit waiver wire? Like it's literally or drafting late round. Like look, like in our league, Sienna drafted Ramondre. Uh-huh. She drafted Damian Pierce, and she drafted Brees Hall. Yeah, and all who were like fourth or fifth round or later. Yeah, and she drafted Kelsey and Diggs back to back. All top ten. Oh my! All top three. Uh, yeah. Brees, yeah, he would be number one right now, probably in running backs if he was still going. Oh, I was saying, I was just saying, Diggs and Kelsey were, but oh, but anyways, Kel- Kelsey, still. I think Kelsey's, yeah, Kelsey's, yeah, a Kelsey's league. a league winner because you know you're gonna get that production from him every week. Yeah. So, like, why not like draft him next year? Huh. But if you got him, oof, it's such a nice safety net, not having to worry about your tight end. Last Never. year, I traded for tight end. I, I traded for Travis Kelsey last year, and it got me to the championship game where I lost. But still, that's how crazy having a tight end is. One of the weeks, he gave me a 40-point game, and I needed that. Like, that's Travis Kelsey. So, I think if you have him, you're set. Yep. Who's your third? Okay, this is nuts, dude. We, like, haven't even – we haven't – you don't even look at each other's lists. No, I but haven't seen your list another at all. Similar, similarity. Number three, I have Travis Etienne. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, like I said, different route. But um, different route. Etienne, I, the reason why I think he's going to be a league winner is just because well, we've seen the type of player he is. Yep. He's had some. He's had a monster game here and there. 
Um, and I think once he's healthy and kind of like starts, I think once the Jags are rolling and starting to have fun, he's going to mm-hmm. like go off. Yeah, he can. Um, but Could you imagine having uh, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, and Travis Etienne on one team? But also your quarterback, Tom Brady. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Reed. No, no, I would, be, I would be drooling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but just the uh, – I don't know. I feel like it's just more of a rewarding thing of, like, you're the one who either drafted him and waited and waited and waited and it finally paid off or you – picked him up off the waivers because someone was just sick and tired of him only yeah. sharing snaps with what Robinson and James Robinson. And now he gets that um, full workload and wow. And I think I'm, so what who I'm looking at is as league winners are like people who could be Amon Ra's at their own position. Yeah. And of course, Amon Ra is going to be the Amon Ra. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis is like that focal point of the Jags. He could be. And I think, yeah, and I and I think a key part too is just him and Trevor have been on the same page just because they mm-hmm. went and destroyed in college together. Time in Clemson. So I I really like Etienne. I was trying to trade for him, and uh, the the manager in my league wanted a lot for him, and I was too scared. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean he is that potential, but yeah, he can be a. If he were to have started from week one, he would probably be in the top three, four. For sure. Could be, yeah. Uh, and Brees Hall. Yeah. Who's number, who's number two? Number two is Jamar Chase, mm. wide receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I have him because he has been hurt for, what, four weeks now? Yeah. Hasn't played. Almost five. And you forget that Jamar is insane. <laughs> he's he is, he's insane, and you just don't think about him. He was a second-round guy, isn't he? Or is he a first? He was a first. Wait. I think he was a second. I think he dropped in our league. Uh, I thought he was first. I think he was first. Mm, maybe, maybe maybe he was second. Maybe he was the beginning of the second. I think he might have been the beginning of the second. Yeah, right after you took Swift. That's right. But anyways, Jamar has been hurt for four to um, – he might be might be out this next game. I don't think so. But we'll see. But you forget about him. Like, he just been hurt. The, uh, you had to have him on IR. And you bring him back to your team. Oh my gosh. Like he's just he's a weapon. He's another guy that can give you thirty on any week. And I think with the Bengals rolling, they're hot right now. They I think they're what, four and three and Just like last year. They're balling. Just like last year. Last and year they after their bye, they played Cleveland and they had a bye, went off. Dude, Joe Burrow this last week looked so good without Jamar and without Joe Mixon. Exactly. Like when Jamar gets back and Jamar and Joe have, like, a serious chemistry. I think that's – he's, like, a top three wide receiver each week. He can be. And like, even, like, even – let's say stupid. he doesn't have a monster game. It's, like, then chances are T probably did. Yeah. But, I mean, still, Jamar is – Because he makes everyone around him better because he's so he does. good. Yeah. If Joe Mixon's out still and Jamar's back, whoa, watch out. Ah. It's just, yeah, it would be stupid. So, I mean, I can't imagine having Stephon Diggs and Jamar Chase on my team. I mean, yeah, could you so imagine cool. if someone had that? I couldn't and like Amon Ra? Yeah, and Amon Ra? Oh, come on. No, oh, come on. That's not real. <laughs> that can't happen. Whatever. All right, who's your two? Oh, my number two. We talked about him earlier. Um, but I have Ramondre. Oh. Again, the draft. The draft. Ramondre. Ramondre. Yes, the, the round Ramondre. Ramondre Stevens' man, not a son. <laughs> Stevens' daddy. Yes, yeah, Stevens' daddy. <laughs> Damien's daddy. Damien's son. He's a daddy. Um, Belichick's daddy. My I think. Gosh. I think the reason why I have Ramondre is people. Are, you're gonna. You're gonna hate this because this is one of your boys. But he's just like an Eckler type. Um, just in the sense of he just a pass catching machine. He's the dark skin Eckler. Yeah, he's gotten he's gotten so many catches, and he looks he's just he looks good. He's a yeah. big dude who's shifty. Yeah, and like even if he's not going to get a bunch of rushing yards, he's going to get a bunch of passes out of the backfield, mm-hmm. and even like those halfback like like wheel routes. Yeah, like he'll just catch dots. The best part is when New England's down, like going into the fourth quarter. It's like oh boy. You know he's going to get the ball. He's our, best, he's our yes. best player. If you have Ramondre going to the fourth quarter, New England's down, you're just like, here we go. You're getting five catches on this drive. 
You're getting 40 yards. You're getting another 30 on the ground. And he hasn't, like, I don't I don't <laughs> think he's really been, like, that much of, like, a touchdown monster either. It's crazy. I mean, I've played against him. I'm sure you have as well. And the it's such a – it's scary to play against him because he'll have, like, maybe 12 points heading into the fourth quarter. Yeah. And all of a sudden you look up and he's got 26. And it's like – he scored twice. Yeah. <laughs> He's got... It's like, oh, he had 30 rushing yards. Sweet. Oh, but he has nine catches for 62 yards and a touchdown. It's like, it's like whatever. Oh, okay. He's such a value pick. I love watching him, though. He's so – He's, He's a, you going to get his jersey? I might. Yeah. Yeah. You sure? I might have to. Might as well get the white? Yeah. Ooh, I already have the old white. Maybe I'll get the old one, huh? The red. The red. The red unis? I have the red one from you Brady. Do? But I need a red Ramondre. You need a red Ramondre one. Red Mondre. Cole. Or a yeah. Slater one. Matthew Slater. Oh. Cole Strange. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, uh, Ramondre is my number two. Nice. Did you already hit your number two? Yeah. All yeah. right. My number one top five league winner is Austin Eckler. Again. You're like, Nick, we get it. you just taking the top one or two guys from each position. <laughs> and yeah, Josh Jacobs and Austin Eckler on my team are on this list. But it's for a reason. I mean, if you look at the amount of – I mean, he's – Christian McCaffrey's top five as well. He's number four. And he has 634 rushing yards and 479 receiving yards, 58 receptions. You're like, wow, that's high value. Then you go to Austin Eckler, all right? 554 on the ground. Yeah, not as much as Christian McCaffrey. He's got 497, five touchdowns receiving, and seven touchdowns rushing. He has double the touchdowns than McCaffrey. Thing. I mean, Austin Eckler is that gadget guy on the Chargers, and if you have him, you know, guess what his average is? 23 a game. Jeez. Could you imagine ha- having that on your team? Like, you know you can get at, at – I'm getting at least 20 this week from him. Yeah. Week in, week out. Yeah. With the potential of 30 to 35, 40. <laughs> He's that guy, especially with the Chargers. They're in a, such a good spot. This is why I put him as number one, is because the Chargers, if you look at the game script or I guess the season script, they're in a spot where they have to like win every game pretty much to get into that wild card spot. So they have, they have to continue to produce and their main source of production, Austin Eckler. Mm. Who's your my number one? Big number one. Was already one of the guys you listed, but he was at five. My number one is Josh Jacobs. Wow. <laughs> Why is this Aiden Hauser? Why is he number one? Simply because the people who drafted him did not draft him to be their number one running back. Maybe not even a number two. Yeah. Like if people went RB heavy, he's probably their flex. Mm-hmm. And those type of those people could arguably have arguably they their their teams could probably be like realistically be like a an Eckler, and like a Saquon, yeah. and a Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I don't know about Eckler, but yeah, no, Saquon was Saquon's a second, second, second rounder. That is a squad. Yeah, I mean, there's somebody out there that has that. Yeah, yeah, or huh. even like, even something I didn't mention, Josh. like a nasty team would be Josh Jacobs and like Ken Walker and Travis Etienne. <laughs> like that's filthy. I mean, yeah, you could put. Any like you could put Brees Hall in there, Damian Pierce in there. There's so many six guys, rounders, seventh rounders, but a fifth like Jamal Williams or fifth round for the number yeah, Jamal two running back that you took off the waivers. Yes, with like a one wide receiver, Josh Jacobs and like Travis Etienne. I mean, yeah, it could be stupid. I'm sure there's teams out there that are just filthy, like like our number one <laughs> team in our league. But uh, yeah. That is, a, that is a great point. And whoever has Josh Jacobs most likely has another stud in the same position. And I could like, people who are in keeper leagues, that's huge. Yeah. So, like, if point. you were to ask me, like, who would I want, like, Eckler or Jacobs, mm-hmm. it's easily Eckler. But if you said, who would you want in the draft position, I would take Jacobs. Mm-hmm. I would take the second overall running back in the fourth or fifth round. Yeah, 100%. So, that's, I think that's why he's my yeah. league winner. It's not because, like, the guy can single-handedly win you games, which he can. He can. We but it's saw. more so like he goes – he he comes into your season as like your number two or number three, and then he, he's ending the season as like your surefire like number one. Like this guy yeah. can give you 25. Best part is easily. the Raiders are 
like at the bottom of their division. They're hungry. They're like still scrapping. And so that means like you're going to get good production out of him here on out. Yeah. Because they have to. The Raiders have to win out to have hope. I believe, I'm pretty sure I put it here, there is only five games left of the NFL regular season. That's it. Five games left. So there's a lot that can happen. With those five games, you could go 5-0 and and go 0-5. And boy, does that change everything. Even, like, I wrote it here, just like 4-1 and or 1-4 can change your whole team around. Like, let's just say, I mean, there's so many different things that could happen. Like the um, the Raiders, they win four more games. They lose one. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. That could be a wild card spot at the end of the year. It could be. So, I mean, there's so many things that can happen with these last five games. That's why we are going to talk about the NFL playoff picture because I believe it is at this point. You could say, as they say on Red Zone, it's the witching hour. Oh, this is where games are won and lost. Seasons are won and lost. <laughs> but let's take a look. Um, I'll go over the NFC. You can go over the AFC. Sure. In the NFC, our first four spots, the NFC East is not clinched, but pretty soon clinched by the Philadelphia Eagles at 10-1. and one. They are looking good. Number two is the Minnesota Vikings, my favorite team. First in the NFC North at 9-2. and two. That spot looks pretty secure for the time being. Surprise! They weren't doing too good, but now on a big win streak, the San Francisco 49ers, 7-4, first in the NFC West. And then we got number four, the rockiest of them all, built their house on sand, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's so gross. I can't believe they're the fourth seed. Yeah, I know. Isn't that crazy? But still, I mean, if you win your division, you get that playoff spot, and they're five and six below 500. First in the NFC South. That's pretty shocking. And what's even crazier is the second in the NFC South isn't even the wild card spot because it's taken up by the whole NFC East. Currently, number five, the Dallas Cowboys at eight and three. The New York Giants, 7-4, third in the NFC East. And then number seven, the last spot of the wild card, if the season were to end today, Washington Commanders at 7-5, fourth in the NFC East. You might be thinking to yourself, how can this be? How, how can there be four, all four teams in the NFC East make the playoffs? And that's because they've beaten pretty much everybody else in their in their uh in the NFC. <laughs> they beat all these other teams that are on the bubble. And so that puts them ahead. And their record just shows for it. The next team, number eight, that's on the bubble is six and five. That's the Seattle Seahawks. After that you get five and seven, four and seven, four and eight, four and eight. Garbage. Yeah. So the NFC West is pretty heavy at the top. But what does the AFC look like? So we got the Chiefs first uh looks like they're gonna take the first seed, which is no surprise to anyone they're nine and two. Um and the rest of the division actually isn't really as as competitive as we thought it was going to be. I think a lot of people are like, I think, um, yeah, like I've heard, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard Raiders, yeah. I've heard, uh, and, and they all Broncos last year, Broncos, that's right, and the Chargers, and they all seemed like, oh yeah, they definitely all could. And it's like, well, we forget how good the Chiefs are, yeah. how good Mahomes is, and how good of a coach Andy Reid is. They pulled away from that division. Yeah. And we all thought that was going to be, whoa, the Chargers got Khalil Mack. And they got, what? They got Derwin James Justin Jackson. Jackson. And JC Jackson. JC Jackson. Yeah. yeah, just, whoa, they're going to be Mike crazy. Williams is going to break out. And then it's like the Chiefs are like, well, they lost Tyreek. And then Patrick Mahomes is like, hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> He's balling. Um, two is the Dolphins, which is nuts, too. That Everyone, is. I think a lot of people thought the Bills would be the first in the division, but Miami is looking good. Well, guess what? Dolphins and Bills have the same record. Mike McDaniel's a great coach. Yep. Two is, is playing so well. After he was after his concussion, I think he's I think he had eleven touchdown passes and zero picks. Yeah, we forget about that. The Dolphins were without Tua for two games or three games. Yeah, so they're looking good. Um, their offense is great. They had a defense played like I guess it was the Texans, but they played well. Um, Titans, which is kind of a 
it's kind of a boring pick. Like they're it like, is, it's but like that's the usual. That's the usual. It's kind they're of a weak consistent. division. They're consistent. They run the ball. Because just in a division, Jaguars, Colts, Texans. Yep. Yeah, it's that's kind correct. of a sucky division. But, uh, they're 7-4, I mean, and four, though. They got Derrick Henry. Props. Traylon could do something. Yep, Traylon's coming out. Um, Ravens at fourth seed. Huh? What? What? Nothing. Huh? Lamar. We got Lamar. Um, well, they have seen Banged up offense. Watch out for the Bengals. Um, but now here is where we get interesting again. We got the Bills in the fifth seed. This is a wild card. Which, that, that's so crazy. That I is. think at the end of the year, they'll probably will be the first seed. Gosh, nobody wants, if like, oh, just imagine if the Bills do are a wild card spot. Nobody, nobody wants, wants to, to play the, them. No one. no one wants to see the Bills come in as a way, like as, like, I don't even think they'd be underdogs if they come in as no, a way. They're like, so good. Nobody wants to see Josh Allen, the Bills. And, and then the Bengals are at six. Like, they're starting to look super good. Like, this is this is how Joe Burrow came into the – he came in – they came in as a wild card last year. Last year. I mean, just, like, that's a slept-on team. Everybody – but this – I think this next – this week they play the Chiefs. Yeah. Great game. That's going to be awesome. That's going to be a good, like, picture of – because they played in the AFC Championship last year, right? Uh, they did. No, the AFC Championship was wasn't – that, wasn't that Bills-Chiefs? No, Bengals, because they went to the Super Bowl against the Rams. Oh, duh. You're right. <laughs> so I, th- I think it was the Bengals was Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. And then that Burrow won. So this will be a good matchup to see, like, how that might shake out. But anyways. Yeah, number seven seed, we got the Jets, which is another AFC team. Um, the Jets, though. Which, that's so – I hate it because, like, they, they are pretty decent this year, but we beat them twice. Yeah. And we're just sitting at the – sitting on the bubble. On the and bubble. I I actually didn't have a lot, very high hopes, and I'm still just like, if we make the playoffs, it'll be like, ah, whatever. But um, we're kind of starting to show some fight. We barely we we barely lost a, um, some games. Um, we, we barely lost the Packers, which is pretty pathetic. Got the Bills this week. But uh, we put up a good fight against the Vikings, I think. Bills, though, this week. It's a big game. You know what's stupid? Is we, we still have to play them twice. And Who's, we still have to play Miami. Is Pete Pat's home? Huh? Pat's home? I think we are home. Nice, yeah, nice. Um, that's big, and then the Chargers in the ninth seed, and then um, Dude, look at that drop off. And then yeah, Chargers the drop off. Colts, Colts are garbage. They're not going to make it. They're four, four seven and four one. seven one is the the tenth spot. Um, but yeah, right now it's looking like the the Patriots and the Chargers do have a chance because they're yeah, they're both only a game behind the Jets and the Bengals. Um, Take a look at this though. The Lions, they've won three straight, four and seven. Let's just say. They go undefeated the rest of this way. They go nine and seven. I could put them in there. They could win the division, dude. <laughs> we do have to play them twice, I think. No, you guys played them at the beginning of the year, didn't you? I don't think so. I can check though, real quick, because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we played. Oh no, yeah, we did play Detroit. Okay, so yeah, we play them in two weeks. Still got to play Green Bay in Chicago. But still, Detroit, they could make it in. I mean, that would be something else if Detroit made the playoffs, but they'd probably lose in the first round, so we don't want to see that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, this is a crazy, crazy year. This Lotto. is one of those years where I don't know. <laughs> anyone could yeah, take it. Anyone could take it, seriously. If I were to put my money on any choice, I think it would just. I think the Chiefs are the easy pick. Is that your pick? You know, uh, lock it in. This is it, official. This is our last segment. We are gonna pick our Super Bowl champs. Jeez. Actually, okay. Let's pick. Let's pick the Super Bowl matchup from the NFC and AFC, and then our Super Bowl winner. Right now, this is it. Before it gets real hot and sweaty, and we see who pulls away. Let's pick it right now. Chiefs Niners. You're gonna go Chiefs Niners. I'm going Chiefs Niners in the Super Bowl. Yep. All right. Let's put on paper who wins. Actually, no wait. He already said it. Who wins? Chiefs. The Chiefs. Yep. Why? Patty. Really? Pat Mahomes, man. And actually, you think the 49ers, they get through. Uh, yeah, they very well Their could. defense is nasty. They beat. They, they beat, have Christian McCaffrey, and Jimmy G is, like, playing very well. You think they beat Philly in Philly? I think they could. Yeah. Their oh, defense is so good. They are smash mouth enough to, like. Okay, I think Philly's good, but they're. The reason why I was so high on Hertz was not because – well, I mean, it was because I thought he was better. I also loved the matchups. 
Mm-hmm. Like they had a fairly easy schedule. Yeah. Um, it's a good point. But the Niners' defense is just filled with just and studs. Just so studs. The Eagles, though. Funga. Yeah, they are too. But like, I got Paul Malo Jr. back there for the Niners. I'd say the Eagles. Fred Warner. I'd say the Eagles' backup or the uh, secondary is better. It's probably it might be better, but their D line linebacking group it's close. It's a good game. I think it's gonna be a good game. It's but I think game. I think the Niners take it. I mean, I'd, that's a I'd like to see that NFC matchup. And honestly, ah, as much as I want to say the Vikings get into the Super Bowl, I don't think they do. I think they choke. And you just actually, saw what they did against the Cowboys a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I mean that's embarrassing. And actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with this. I'm gonna go Miami Dolphins in the AFC <laughs> versus. The Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC for the Super Bowl. Oh, that'd be good. The Alabama guys yep. unite. Tua versus Jalen in the Super Bowl. And I'm going to say Miami takes it. Wow. Miami takes back wow. a Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. That would be nuts. And I think, uh, I don't know if that would happen if Miami would play Buffalo in the wild card, but I think that might happen. They play a third time. But this is where home field advantage really matters. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine Miami going to have to go to Buffalo Buffalo in in December? Yeah, Miami has to win out the division. Yeah, they have to win. I mean, yeah, that's that's, that'd be tough. Well, especially because that's like the if anyone else wins the division, it's like Buffalo's freezing. Yeesh! Miami plays San Fran this week. Good test. Yeah, great test. And then they got the Chargers. And then they got Buffalo at Buffalo, week 15. That's going to be a fun one to watch. Green Bay, then at New England. And then at, oh, my gosh. Some cold then, games coming in at the Jets. The last few weeks is going to be huge. Well, Green Bay's at home in Miami. Well, the last That's four cool. weeks, those are all divisional matchups. Well, except yeah. for Green Bay, three yeah. of the four. Buffalo, New England, That's New intense. York. That's intense. That's huge. That's 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 nuts. fun. That's gonna be fun. So I mean, yeah, we'll see. The only thing that would hinder Miami, I think, from taking it is Buffalo. weather, or just winter. Huh? Just that winter, those winter games. Luckily, they play two in California, and then their only really nasty game is at Buffalo. But that's Week 15, and that could be a costly one. Well, I New mean, England gets pretty nasty too. But that's at home. No, it's at New England. Was it? Yeah, Green Bay was the only one that was away. No. Yep. Green Bay's home. New England is at New England. Near Jets' oh. home. At Buffalo. Okay, so yeah, so they play at Buffalo and then at New England within that three weeks stretch. Through <sighs> some cold days. Yikes. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Oh, boy. They might have to reschedule to Detroit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is still cold. Well, it's a dome. Is it? Yeah. Eh. But anyways. Well, thank you, guys. It's been a great pod. It's been a 58-minute pod, almost an hour. Dude, this is our first episode also as 406th and goal. That's right. That's nuts. I mean, this is the celebration special. So. Celebration special. Yeah. This is Thanksgiving special. We're just very thankful for special. creative new names. Um, we're thankful for you, you thankful listeners. For you listeners. That sounds very just like condescending. Yeah. But we are. We're so thankful. You know? uh, we'll be back on this next week. And uh, we're excited to see what shakes out after this next week. I mean, right now, the tensions are high. Fantasy football is – everybody's stressed. Everybody's anxiety is to the max. Yeah. This is it. I mean, this is where – I mean, luckily, I'm not in a league where last place has to do something stupid. Well, we might do that now that you're in last place. <laughs> I'm not in last. I'm in second to last. <laughs> we might make the bottom – If uh, I get last place, though, I'm, uh, I don't know. We might just start doing that. I'm going to get a tattoo that says Goofy Goober. Oh. <laughs> well, anyways, guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, and if you know people who like fantasy football or mm-hmm. just football f- football or two dudes just being <laughs> stupid talking, let them know about us. Uh, our goal is not to just get all these numbers, but like have oh, a bunch no. of pure listeners who actually yep. enjoy our stuff. So We just want fans. We just want fans. That would be right. sweet. Our community. Join the 
Join the crew. Join, <laughs> join the crew. Join the cock house. Uh, no, don't join that. <laughs> yeah. That's for the old listeners. That's for the underground listeners. Anyways, we'll see you next week. This is 406 and Goal signing out. Any last words, Aiden? I don't think so. Alrighty. Well, it has been a pleasure. We'll see you guys.